Hello, and welcome to Carried Away. I'm your host, Carrie Murray. As the founder of the Bra Network, the Business Relationship Alliance, I have met some of the most inspiring women working as entrepreneurs, freelancers, founders, executives, and creatives. And I want to share their stories with you. So let's get carried away. We're talking new trends in marketing in this episode of Carried Away. Joining me today is Pete Davis, and we're going to get carried away about karmic marketing. Let's go. Welcome, Pete. I'm so excited to not only get carried away with you, but have you in front of the Bra Network because we really need Amchar. Um, it's like nothing I've ever heard, so I'm really excited for you to share it with everyone. I feel like Bailey introduced me because she was like, okay, you're going to have this really cool secret and you're going to get to share it everybody and everybody's going to flock to it because <laughs> it's so cool. And they're going to be like, Carrie knows things. So this actually positions me pretty well too. <laughs> Just oh, saying. Pete. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> but first, tell us about you. Tell us about Amjar. How did you come up with this fabulous idea for entrepreneurs and yeah. business, small businesses as well? Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. It's, um, uh, I've listened to some episodes. I can't, I, I'm not going to say I was a, a listener before Bailey told me about you, but ever since Bailey told me all about you guys, uh, it's, for us, it's just so interesting to understand the challenges that entrepreneurs and small business owners are going through. So yeah, it was, it's, um, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you over the last few weeks. Um, so yeah, Amtja, we to give you the medium version. So, I was running a, a marketing agency down here in Melbourne. Now we were a, we were an early stage social media agency. So because we were it was, was two thousand nine, my wife and I started it together. And um, because we were very very early, we we got to work with very very big brands who had no idea what they were doing. So we worked with brands like we did all of Burt's Bees social media, we did all of um, Biore and Clarins and John Frieda and lots in that kind of fashion wow. beauty lifestyle kind of space, which was quite the journey. Um, and then fast forwarding a bit, we have uh, twin girls who are now five. And um, when they were coming into the world, uh, my wife would have all these deliveries arrive at our house every day. And it was, wasn't the Amazon box. It was a hand packed thing with a handwritten note in it. And it just felt like there was something really different about this compared to how marketing usually works. And then you look at how Instagram stories has evolved and how brands can have a direct relationship with their customer in a really different way. And I just looked at this and said, there's something huge in this. We've got to, we've got to do something with these guys. So we actually sold the agency to private equity, which was a, quite the journey um, and a good outcome and all that kind of stuff, which was, which was fun. And then we said, all right, we're going to do something for these brands. What do we know about them? What do we know they struggle with? What, what do we know they're really good at? And so we knew that brands were really good at creating content, but we knew they were quite bad at some parts of marketing that you're just meant to know, but that no one really does know. So we started off with um, email marketing. And we said, why do, like, we know when, when we work with a brand on the agency side, we always make sure that the email marketing is working because there's so much upside to email marketing. It just works. It's one of those things that if you do it well, there's so much money in it. So we said, why don't we build this tool that builds email campaigns for brands using their most popular social content? And it worked. We've got a few hundred people using it. It was going really, really well. Um, and But then when we spoke to those brands, we said, what's the biggest challenge that you have? And I'm sure so many of your members will know this is the case, is that everyone said, well, our, our biggest challenge isn't engaging my current customers. It's how do I get more customers? Yeah. How do I so, get new ones? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because... 
engaging your current customers is what everybody does all the time anyway. And email was a really good layer to add onto that, but everyone's doing it on stories in their feed. And it's just a constant thing you're spending a lot of time on. So the big, big insight we had was that across the first 5 million emails that we sent out for these small brands, they had an average open rate of like 42%, average click rate of 5.2%. So really good numbers. And it wasn't us. It was just about them and how, how they had their relationship with small businesses with their customers. So we have one brand over here that's got an incredible open rate and lots of great customers who love them. And another brand over here that's got an incredible open rate and lots of customers who love them. And we thought, what if there was a way that we could find a way for these guys to work together in a really simple, fast, kind of programmatic kind of way? So fast forward to where we are now. So AmpJar as a tool, we're, a, we're what we call a karmic marketing platform or community. And the idea is a brand applies to join. Um, when they get in, they answer a bunch of profiling questions and then we'll match them up with lots of other brands that have the same kind of customers as, as them. And brands shout each other out. So on Instagram stories, in emails, uh, or on your post checkout page on your website. And when someone shouts you out, you get in front of new people and you get traffic coming your way. And so then we have this, we have something called um, Karma Credits, which is our in-platform currency. So if you get shouted out by someone, we move Karma Credits from you to them. And when you shout someone out, you earn Karma Credits. And we've got credits, people shout you out. And so it's this whole big spinning wheel of lots of brands giving each other airtime and lifting each other up. It's incredible. Um, I immediately joined when Bailey mentioned it to me. I was like, well, I want to, I want to get some good karma. Um, and I, what I thought was really interesting about the platform that you developed was that you're matched. You're matched with something you can put in parameters. You know, I'm looking in Los Angeles and I want to see people in Canada. Um, and I'm looking for female founded brands um, that are sustainable or, you know, are wellness brands. And you really just funnel down and you're like, here they are. And then you even link to their Instagram so you can see without having to leave your platform what they're doing and how to share that. Um, it's, it's one of the brilliant, most brilliant ways I've ever seen collaboration happen quickly, right? Because usually, typical collaboration, you get the warm introduction email, you might schedule a call, and then that's a week later, and then you finally do the call. It's kind of like dating, where you have to really kind of warm up, where I just felt like the platform was just like, let's just jump in. We all understand we're here for collaboration. We all understand we're trying to spread our reach to new audiences and new clients. And everybody has like this friendly handshake that's already happened. So how have you seen your brands that you've been working with? How do they, how have they been able to amplify, I guess is the word, um, their reach? Have you seen great results as a result of the creating amp jar yeah and i think that the dating analogy you use is really interesting just to just to touch on a little bit more is it's with normal collaboration sometimes all you really want to get is i'm doing this because i want to get out in front of a bunch more people that's the biggest thing that they want to get out of it and so the challenge is that you have you've got to look keen but not too keen it's the whole like you want to show yourself really well you want to be like hey love what you're doing i want to be able to work with you at some point in the future would you be up for that kind of thing and it's just really awkward and hard and so much effort so yeah in terms of what people are doing and what they're getting is they're just getting they're getting exposure and traffic so we we track it all the time and it, 
essentially whatever you do is what you get back in return. So if you share someone out with your customers and you do a few shares and you've got, say you've got 2000 followers and you shared a brand one time, another brand one time, another brand one time, well then you'll get that same value back in return. So it might be that it's someone who's got half as many followers as you who shares you. And so there's, and it kind of gets added up and then, or it might be someone who's twice as big as you and you get shared a little less often, but essentially what it comes down to is it's all about getting traffic onto your site because we don't want to just focus on all the nice fluffy parts. We know that the thing that everyone needs to think about at the right time is how I can get a whole lot of traffic on my site that's actually going to convert and make sales. And so exactly. it's that we, we judge ourselves on, do we get traffic on your site that's meaningful traffic that then converts and, and that's what we get and that's what people are here for and that's why they stick around and that's why they do more and more shout-outs because the, tra- the, the more and more traffic they get, the more and more valuable it is and they're, they're making, making sales out of it. Yeah, and th- that to me is huge. It's really not about the number of followers but the quality, right? And so when I had created my profile with Ampjar, and I was able to say, the, you know, these are the people I'm looking for. Like, I'm not going to have a lot of tech people want to follow Bra Network, but I yeah. do have candle brands, jewelry brands, um, or sustainable brands. Or like, you know, we use locally sourced, um, you know, uh, ingredients to create our wax candles. And so it was almost like you had, Amjar had already filtered out all the, the minutia of people who are just going to sit and not convert, um, which I think was... Yeah really, really important because a lot of new brands, especially think I've got to have 10,000 followers. I have to have an influencer when really I feel like Amjar makes each of us an influencer for each other. Yeah. And, and we've always been really conscious to say that brands aren't, brands are never formal influencers. The, the influence and analogy is perfect. But what we didn't want to do is we didn't want to say, hey, you're an influencer now and you need to step up and start acting like an influencer. That's not it. What we're trying to do is we're trying to say, you've got a relationship and a, and a dialogue that you have happening with your customers. Is there a clever way that we can find, find our way into that that actually adds value to those conversations that you're having anyway? So when you stand up and say, Hey, today I'm going to just share some of my favorite female founded brands. Check some of these people out. Mm-hmm. It's a really easy thing for you to do. It actually adds to the conversation that you're having with your customers because it shows that you're a positive person who's, who's interested in lifting other people up. And you're not just saying, buy my chocolate, buy my chocolate, buy my chocolate all day because it's, that gets tiresome, you know, it's so it creates too, right? ways. Yeah. I yeah. feel like our, our, our audiences are, are pretty savvy now and you know, they don't need just the flashy buy my chocolate ad. They want to hear, well, how, how did you make that? Well, tell me the tastes who loves this. You know, they want a whole experience. And like you said, you know, it's all about building relationships now more than ever um, because we're so inundated with so much on social media. So how do you stand out? You stand out by supporting like-minded individuals or brands that showcase your same interests, you know, whether it be chocolate or supporting small business. Um, when you were first starting, um, how, I mean, you had this great idea with your wife. You're like, okay, I got this idea to create karmic marketing. Um, how did you approach your first brands about, you know, I got this good idea because it is a little bit new. You don't hear about karmic marketing at all. Not here in the States anyway. How did you get yeah. your brands to first believe in this idea? Great question. So because we had the like the email product first where people were building emails and sending those out, 
we kind of piggybacked it onto that and said, Hey, we've got this thought, like, would you be up for trying this out with us? And we found a way to inject a shout out in the bottom of the emails that these brands sent out. And we just paired some brands up and did it super manually for a while. And that was before matches existed before any of those parts existed. And so we, I think that because we had loyalty at that point and we had people who trusted us and really liked us, they were willing to take a leap with us and come along on a journey. If we'd gone to them cold and said, uh, hey, we're brand new. You don't know who we are, but we want to do this thing where you're going to share another brand. Then it's it's way, it's a big, big step for people to say, um, okay, you have no proof, you have no case study, you have no idea, and yet you're asking me to do this in front of my customers. Like that's that's a lot to ask for. So I'd say that in business, I think it's important to try to find the, the trust where you can and build that build that trust over time before you necessarily know that you're going to get a positive answer from someone when you're asking them for a favor. And it was a favor, but I would say that at that point as well, the customers that we had there, it's, it's a, it's a snowball. It's like the first, the first customers we reached out to for the email product were brands that we'd bought from when we were, when we had our kids. So we naturally early skewed towards baby stuff or, you know, from food. And and so, so many of them were mums. Like we, we're 97% female, our audience. And, um, um, it's, I would even say we're probably at least 60, 70% mums. We don't like track that as a, as a specific cohort of users or members, mm-hmm. but we, we know it, we know it anecdotally. We, we know that they're all working on their laptop, watching Netflix at 30 at night when the kids are in bed and we, you know, we'll, we'll do much of many of our lives. Are you in my living time. room? Pete, how do you know that that's what I'm doing every night at 8.30? It's so yeah. true. And also women are, they are the ones typically doing 90% of the shopping, right? Doing 90% of the buying, doing, you know, investigating the products for their new baby. Yep. And, you know, now this one's colicky. What do I get? Or I'm nursing. Yep. What do you guys recommend? You're, you're right. Women are doing, and of course they would naturally flock because once one woman brags about you, like the whole group comes in. <laughs> um, um, that, that's, that's really fascinating. I didn't realize your numbers were that high with women. Do you think, is it, do you think it's because, you know, we we're, we want to sit in a sewing circle, right? We want to have community as women. We want to constantly be like asking each other and talking and everything. Um, do you think that's part of the, you know, the karmic side of the marketing is that women want to share with each other naturally? Yeah, they get it. I, I mean, I don't, it's, I just say that it's ingrained. You know, we, we built a team that is, you know, we have, we have moms who used to have, big corporate jobs and now they've got five-year-olds and seven-year-olds in school and that's like our head of customer success like that's how she used to work on the london 2012 olympics organizing thousands of staff and driving major projects over there and now she she's got a beautiful house on the coast in in australia and she's got two kids who go to local school and she teaches the surf life-saving club on the weekends and she she's not going to want to go work for bank of America. She wants to work for a company that she believes in and that, and that values her, but also gives her the flexibility to do her job as well. So I'm not going to say that she's only working, you know, 7.5 hours a day, but she, she reflects our membership base. Mm -hmm. And so I think that guys are more likely, if you're looking at Shopify store owners, guys are more likely to be the drop, the drop shippers, they're more likely to be the ones who are looking for that little angle, looking for the, looking for the hack and the trick and the, and the thing, the more, more the much more genuine brands are the female founded brands. Yeah. The ones who have a story 
They're great at storytelling. They know how to get stuff done now. Like there's, there's probably this, the glass ceiling is still solidly in place in way too many areas. And as a dad of two girls, I'm going to smash that down as much as I can over the next 15 years before they get to, get to start their own businesses. But I think there's so much more um, support and also um, self understanding of, yeah, you know what? I can, I can blaze that trail because the people before me have blazed that trail. And, and there's no reason why I can't run this business alongside running my, running my household and running my family and being in charge of these things as well. Because the unique insight that um, often women have as, as purchasers is so much more valuable than, anything else that guys can bring to the table. If you want, if I'm going to someone tomorrow to start a direct consumer brand, I'm, I'm picking, I'm picking a woman to, to work with me on it because it's, they just, they just know shopping so much better than guys do. So true, Pete. Wow. <laughs> it's so, so true. I also feel like um, little girls growing up now don't necessarily want to work at the big get the big corporate job at the big law firm. They want to create their own law firm. They want to create their own private practice or they want to be entrepreneurs. I feel like as entrepreneurship is growing more and more, you know, in the States, people immigrate to the United States not to work at the big corporation anymore. They want to create their own job and they, they're all the flood of entrepreneurs. And it's just, it's exciting to see it really captivate women, especially. And so when I'm on the amp jar site, that's all I see is, is women's names and you get a little bio of their brand and what they make and everything. And it's, it's really encouraging because, you know, entrepreneurship can be very lonely. So even just being on your site, you're like, Oh, there's a lot of us out there. (laughs) This is reassuring. I think you have that embedded in a community that you didn't even really think. I mean, you thought, well, we'll collaborate, but really you've also created a really cool community with all of these brands. It's, it's, and all over the world. I mean, you have members, yeah. how many different countries you think? Yeah. So, so the challenge we have is that we have to focus down on countries. So we focus on Australia where I am and New Zealand, because it's just over the water and the U S and Canada. So we have members in the UK and Singapore and other places like that, but we, we don't actively focus on those markets because we need to get to a, a, a certain amount of brands sure. in a market to have enough enough to be able to work together to be able to do something. Yeah. So our membership is, is strongest in the U S and Canada and then, and then Australia and New Zealand. So if you're in those places, brilliant. If you're outside of those places, it's a little bit more of pushing up a hill. And, and the other people who are pushing up a hill is the, is the guy brands Like we don't, we have so many more brands, which are fashion, beauty, homewares, lifestyle, kid stuff, like wellness. wellness, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that the, if, if you're a hunting fishing brand, if you're a, if, if you're someone who's, if you're a tool company, it's harder. It's harder for us to say that we're going to give you a, we're going to show you a great time because we, we don't have as many brands in that space because there's so much demand that we have from the brands, which are so obviously female focused. Sure. Sure. And that's okay. They can have their own group. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, we'll, what do you, what do you, yeah, you know, the, and the thing is about, you know, a tool company or a hunting company, they're very loyal, right? If you, you got your cool hunting vest, you're going to go back there to get your fishing poles. Like sure. consumers of these type of brands, they, they're going to go there constantly. Um, so what, what is the top five, you know, frequently asked questions you get when people are like, okay, well, what is this? What are, what are five things that people are asking about how Amjar works? Or the okay, so 
Yeah. So I think the first one is maybe is maybe I'm just going to kind of show what's and all with with all this. So the first one is probably like how do I do this and have it sound genuine. Mm. so what we want to do is we always want to make sure that a shout out is a positive thing for everyone It's positive for the brand that's being shared of course but we never want it to be reluctant for the brand who's doing the sharing so we want to make sure that when you're sharing another brand that we give you the right kind of um conversation and the right kind of articulation for you to put forward to your customers so people say, but I don't know these brands and you're asking me to recommend them. Well, it's not a, it's not like a true endorsement of you saying, I buy this brand, I love them, I shop them all the time, I know the founder and those kind of things. Sometimes it is and you'll find brands on there that you know and that you've worked with before or you, or you have a relationship with someone behind the brand. But it's more so a case of saying, hey, today I'm going to lift up some small businesses, check out these five that I came across. And then it's like, here's one, here's uh, like, check out how beautiful this imagery is. Number two, um, turns out this founder is from this place. That's where I'm from. And so you just, you find a little hook and it's, and it's so easy because they're just right there. And then you can just put something out there that feels really, really natural and positive to your, to your end users. So I think that's the most important. That's really the most important one. The next question I get, I guess, is like, so, so tell me how this works again. So it's, this is brand new. We, we're not a, it's not that it's, Hey, we're a watch company and we just sell pink watches. Like we we have a very different, um, a very different model, which takes a bit of explaining. So it's, so the, the way we would repeat it is, so there's, you join, you tell us all about yourself. You tell us all about who you're looking to reach out to. We'll match you up with brands based on those two profiling questions. And we'll give you an audience of people that you'll be shared by and that you'll share. When you start sharing people, we'll give you credits based on how many people saw and, and engaged with that. And then when you've got credits, other brands will start to share you and it just keeps on going round and round and round. Um, and so um, you've asked me for five. I'm going to carry on going. That's so okay. Three, you don't need to give five. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure you get, I know when I was, I think what's great um, my next question is going to be about membership. How do people join us? Um, what's great about when I was looking for people to shout out, um, I did something similar. I looked for people near me and um, one of the brands had this great, just a great image. And it was like this beautiful lighting and I really liked the colors and I just shouted. It was my first shout out. And I, you know, I, of course I did it wrong. I forgot to tag her. So then I deleted it and then put it back up and I tagged her in it and everything. But she actually is, maybe three miles for me. So she actually reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, I'd love to give you, you know, a couple free samples. She does, you know, like, um, a lot of candles and bath salts and things like that. I was like, yes, girl, I'll take some free samples. And then I ended up, it ended up being really good stuff. And then I shared it again. And now we're in, you know, this kind of very organic relationship and she has shared me. And so it's, it really works everyone. I'm not kidding you. Um, it doesn't feel like salesy, like you were saying, like, Hey, get two for one and you can get that. It really feels like you want to shout out something that you really can. I know for me, I want to make sure who, whatever I'm shouting out really speaks to me, Carrie Murray and my audience. I wouldn't naturally put up an ad for tires or something <laughs> for yeah. karma credits. And we just don't have them on there. So we, so we, um, if you're an insurance company, I'm sorry, it's, I appreciate what you're doing, but there's probably not, there's probably not a space for you on here unless you are 
someone who's doing so something so different. We're looking for people that is a very, very easy for someone to share that just is a natural great product. It's not about size. So it's not about how many thousands of followers you have. I'd rather add someone who's got a hundred followers who you can look at and say, well, you're going to be amazing rather than someone who's got 150,000 followers who is selling a drop shipping iPhone cables. Like that's right. just, it's just always going to be that way. Sure. Um, just lastly on the, um, I'm going to give you three answers to you asked for five. I'm just going to under underwhelm you. But the, the, the last one that's really important, I think is that people say, how, like, how often should I do this? Like what's the right number of shout outs that I should do? And so the way that we do it is we would say, you can do as much as you want, but we can probably give you a, give you a guide. So the more you do, the more you'll get back in return. So if you want to have a bump a week, you can go and share 10 brands and you'll get 10 people sharing you and you'll get a lot of, a lot of success out of that. But you probably want to do a couple of shout outs a week and batch them up or do just, or just punctuate them through the week when it, wherever it works. So when we say batch them up, that's where I'm saying you could say, okay, today, so you do like an all intro slide on your stories and say, hey, everyone, today I'm going to share some of my favorite um, jewelry companies that I found recently. And then you just go and you just choose some jewelry companies and you do like three or five of those. And so you can choose a theme. So I'm going to choose some of my favorite LA brands, my favorite New York brands, or my favorite brands out of Portland. Yeah. And so, yeah, you just you just kind of find some stuff find an easy way of doing it so that it never feels like you're forcing the issue, but you give yourself a bit of permission to, to just say, Hey, I'm a sharer. I like lifting up other people. I'm an entrepreneur who's gone through this journey and I, and I know how valuable this is to other people as well. So give these people some love. And so that really helps everyone involved. So I'd say that doing a couple of batches of shout outs in a week is probably a great way to do it. And if you don't get to do if you don't get to do that, then even just punctuating them wherever you want. So just on any given day, you're like, Hey, I, I could do a shout out today. Like we, I haven't done that many stories. I can drop something over here. I drop something over there. I love that. Do you, do you find most of your members are product based or service based or is it a little mix of everything? It's definitely a mix. I'd say we're probably 65% product. So, um, yeah, I think naturally that's where we started and came from and it naturally evolves that way. Um, and I think what's critical as well is that it's not about putting together a jewelry company with a jewelry company or a right. um, fashion brand with a fashion brand. It's more a case of saying there's people here that you would have never thought that you could work with in any, in any way, but let's be clear. It's the same customer who's buying this eco-friendly beeswax wrap as it is. Who's buying this dress over here. So we, Very we find point. the way of saying, we know who that customer is and it's actually quite, it's a lot easier for those brands to share each other in the context of these like batches that we talk about. Um, it's really easy for those brands to share each other and yeah, never, never share anything that's competitive to them in any way and certainly not competing for the same dollar. Yeah. I think that's really important, especially if you were a service-based entrepreneur, a web developer, a graphic designer, you actually could work with anybody. You don't have to physically be in the same city or town to work with a B2B person or service-based person. Um, I also think that what's, what's cool about not only setting up your profile is that, um, and how you can funnel down is that you can, when you go to shout someone out, you can ask to be shouted out or you can be like, I'm going to do some shouting out and you can be paired with brands, which made it so, so easy to really get through the platform. You're not sitting there scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. It's just like, here are the last four posts. If it speaks to you, share it. I think that's 
also something that really should be amplified huh? <laughs> is that the, the platform is actually really, really easy to manage. Uh, that And we're on so many, right? We're on Planoly and Calendly and yeah. LinkedIn and, and all the places. So it doesn't feel like you're going to someplace else. Just feels like, oh, I'm going to spend 15 minutes, you know, creating some shout outs. Tell me a yeah. little bit more about the membership. Um, I know if yeah. anyone, I have a special link and I'm going to put it in the show notes as well as in the chat for bra members. I think we get, we get to start with, oh, I forget how many karma credits you, you said we get a little gift, <laughs> but yeah, so, tell us about yeah. it. Yeah. So, so firstly, we, um, we know that your community is the, is exactly the right kind of people. So this won't be a thing, but, but let me, let me just explain. So we, we ask brands to apply to join first. So the, the application process is, Hey, just tell us who you are, link us to your Insta or whatever else. And then and just give us a quick one liner on your business. So we just understand a little bit about you and we will physically go and look at every single brand that, that applies and, and don't let this number scare you. We approve about 26% of people who apply. Okay. And that's a, it's a quality thing. And we just sure. want to make sure we, we know that your community is exactly the right kind of, the right kind of people who are the right kind of sharers and they're doing the right kind of things. And again, it's not about size. It's about saying, are you an interesting product? Do you have people who love you? Um, are you the kind of thing that other people are going to want to share? So it's, so we, we ask people to, to apply to join and then the membership is, it's relatively straightforward. So it's $22 a month. You can do as many sharing as you want. You can, sh- you can be shared as much as you want. There's no limit to it. We do have a, a model at the moment where we're actually totally waiving that with what we call foundation membership. So we've established foundation membership now because we know that as we're building this really core group of brands right in the middle who are the absolute advocates for this and they know how to make it work, that's the most valuable thing for us as a business is to get that right. So brands who do who share more than 12 times in a month, it's free. So you don't pay the $20, oh, okay. we, just, we just don't charge you. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and yeah, everyone who signs up using your link gets 253 karma credits, which will just mean that you'll just start getting shared like very quickly. And um, yeah, it just means that you'll have a great time from the start. I think we're also looking looking towards, um, I'd love to do a, a pod with you guys as well. So a pod essentially is us saying, hey, well, you've all come from this one place. A great way for you to start this is what if we, what if we, put you all together and you can all shout each other out in a, in a great way. That's just going to get a lot of traffic happening between all of your brands. So, um, yeah, we that's can, a we great can see idea. how that, that's a really great it's, idea. It's something that we've started very, only very, very recently. We've, we've done a few pods and we've got two of them running this week, um, with some different types of brands and different categories. And it's either that they've come from the same kind of membership base or they're the same kind of vibe brand even, um, and we found that it's just an incredible way to just get a lot of traffic over to your sites with, with no outlay for everyone. So no one's having to pay for this. Everyone's just jumping in and doing it because they're right. sharing each other. It keeps the platform free. Um, and that's probably the other question we get asked the most is, so how do you do that? Like if you're not charging me to do this because and you let, let me have for free, how do you guys make money? And so we, we did the whole um, Silicon Valley raising venture capital thing mm-hmm. uh, about two years ago, and we'll, we'll st- we're carrying on going through that money. And and so right now we know that the biggest thing we can do is build this brilliant core of brands who are sharing each other, and we don't need to make money on this step. What we'll do is we'll after we've got that really brilliant core 
absolutely purring and doing all the things that we know they can do, we'll charge for the next people to come in and they'll pay overs because of the strength of the community that already exists there. So if you get in early enough, then um, it's totally free. I love that. And also I did that with bra as well. You know, it creates brand loyalty, right? And people, and people shout you out, you know, when they believe in you and they believe in the product. So the fact that you have these core people and it's growing means you're doing something right. So, um, I, I, I'm really, really liking getting like all dirty and amp shower. Like I want to get my fingers all pruny. <laughs> I want to just be like, let's get in this. Um, because we, I haven't seen anything else like this that feels, doesn't feel salesy, you know, that doesn't feel icky. It feels really good to share another small business and to actually practice what we preach, right? Um, As entrepreneurs, you know, we have Small Business Saturday on Thursday. It's always the Thursday after Thanksgiving here. Um, And I noticed you just did a small business push. Um, Do you have, does Melbourne or, or Australia have like a small business, like something that they just really push everyone shopping small near the holidays? So yeah, there is that. We we don't have we don't have Thanksgiving over here, so right. just a, just not a thing that we have. Um, yeah. But I think that it all of these shopping events have just built it around the world. Um, whether it's the I think it's called Singles Day in China is now like the biggest shopping day of the year globally, and so everyone. Um, it's just it's just a big day where it's the same like a small business Saturday like kind of vibe, but everyone is just pushing together these, these sales and opportunities. But what I think tends to happen too much is that it then becomes a sale. So everyone's saying, all right, it's small business Saturday. What do we get? It's like, well, you get 30% off. Like 30% is a lot for a small business to to chop off the bottom line across the board. And so we did, we, this last weekend just, just finished. We had um, what we call discover small weekend, which was, a big festival of brands shouting each other out, sharing each other, getting each other in the spotlight. And we had our biggest day of shout outs we've ever had, which was, which is brilliant. Um, but our focus was saying this is about discovery because discovering a small brand is the joy. You get joy out of discovering something that you now love, whether it's a, a, something that you can buy for your desk, but now you love and it sits there and you feel really good about supporting these other businesses or something that you just never knew existed and you can tap into, or you buy something and you, you feel good because you supported someone else and it pays for their kids' ballet lessons and all those kind of things. Yeah. The discovery part is the most critical part of that, not the fact that it was $100 and now it's $70. It's a very good point. That. Yeah, that's a very good point. A lot of... We shouldn't discount. You know, we definitely don't give things for free over here at the Bra Network. Um, we advocate for that. But that's a really good point that discounting doesn't create the same relationship. Saying, oh, I got this for 30% off. No, you tell the story. This was, you know, crafted in Peru. And, you know, <laughs> you know the, now this Peruvian art, artisan gets to send her daughter to school and you tell that story. You don't say, hey, I got this for 30% off. It's a very good point. Very good. Point yeah, we, ha- we have a um, we had a, a new bamboo toothbrush company join the platform the other day, and we we've got as, as people who are five year old twin girls, we normally will go and get the Cinderella and Rapunzel Colgate toothbrushes from from Walgreens, you know, and so that's mm-hmm. always the same the same thing um, every time. And it was like, well, we don't need to do that. We don't like it's just we're probably doing that just because it's hyper convenient, but. Now this brilliant little brand has joined. Why don't we go and support them instead? And just instantly I went and bought four of their toothbrushes and 
there was actually an issue with checkout. So she's on a Shopify platform and um, the checkout didn't go through properly and didn't, just didn't quite work. So I reached out to her on Instagram and said, hey, we're just going to buy from you, but this went wrong. And so she's like, oh my God, thank you so much for letting me know. Um, any chance you could test it with me? I'm like, yeah, of course I can. Like, I'm more than happy to help. Like, t- tell, me when, tell me when you've made a tweak and I'll test it again. And, mm-hmm. and while I'm working in the evening, just getting my stuff done, it probably took her like 45 minutes and she messaged me again. It's like, Hey, I've I've tweaked some things. You mind telling me how it looks on your end. And now like weirdly that's made me loyal to that brand by having that relationship. I, it's almost like I did her a favor, but now I'm friends with someone who runs a toothbrush company and it's like, it's cool. And I'm happy about it. And it makes me feel, makes me feel good for supporting that brand. And every time now I'm going to go to the kids, it's like, right, go brush your teeth. It's another part of life, which is like, yeah, cool. Like I'm happy because they're brushing their teeth with their, with something that is bamboo. It's recite. It's like good for the environment. It also comes from a place. I know where it comes from. and I know the person behind it and this makes me feel really good. Well, and that's the true definition of karma, Pete full circle. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, now you're thinking, uh, you know, uh, we have to get more toothbrushes. Well, I know, but you know, the Rapunzel one's just going to end up in a landfill, but this one yep. that we're getting, we're going to yep. support this small business and, throw her some cash, but also keep your teeth clean. And we know that this can be recycled. Um, That's karma for everybody, the planet, your family, her, (laughs) the shop owner. It's, it just spreads like wildfire. Really. Um, That's the great thing about this. It's, it's, um, it's a shout out, but it's also like, you're doing a good job. There's a little pat on the back. feels good. And then you want to do it. Yeah, it's so true. So before we wrap up, um, yeah. I, I want to make sure everybody knows that the Bra Network has a, its own little affiliate link, and I'm going to make sure everyone uses it. I'm going to put it in the chat as well as um, our uh, my newsletter and all the fun places. I've really enjoyed playing around with the platform. Um, I definitely, now hearing you talk about it, I was like, oh, I got to do that. I didn't. There's some ideas you gave to me that I was like, Oh, I never thought about batching it. That's a really smart idea. Um, but we have to get carried away about a few things. I know you've got two twin daughters home, you know, it's a lot of quarantine. You guys are definitely doing a better job at, you know, keeping people in place. Um, what have you been doing to keep them entertained and keep yourself sane now that you're stuck inside? What's kind of podcast shows? What's key or how many times have you watched frozen? Yeah, I would say we, because we have twin girls, we're very lucky. We've got neighbors over the back fence and neighbors over the side fence who also have five-year-olds. And, oh, that is nice. But, there's, but they're on their own and we've literally not been able, like legally, to to kick a hole in the fence and have them come <laughs> over. So um, we're lucky because there's two of them, they play with each other. So I understand anyone who's got a five-year-old and a two-year-old, it's it's a lot harder from my perspective than having two five-year-olds because they'll entertain each other. So we're very lucky that we, we haven't had to rely too much on screens to get it done. And I would say that we, we have our government mandate, not mandated government permitted um, exercise time that we've had for the past three months. And so for me getting out of the house and plugging in some podcasts and going for a walk is my joyful moment. Yeah, And I think that it's, I think that there are podcasts that are, I kind of categorize them in three ways. There's podcasts that are all business and it's no fun. It's just hardcore business and it sits over here. Then there's the ones in the middle that are entertaining and I like the person and they're also positive for my business. And then there's the ones over here that are just like something that's really frivolous. 
and I have to have all three. So I have to be able to, I know that these ones over here are all work and hard, but it counts as work time for me. And that's what it is. And I also just love being able to talk about or hear like comedy, just some comedy podcasts just to give me a break. But the ones in the middle of the the meat and drink are the ones that allow me to kind of keep on learning, keep on being sharp, but also just feel good about what I'm doing as as well at the same time. I definitely have a variety too. I love a good true crime podcast. And, um, and I also do a lot of walking. I've just recently discovered, I want you to put it on your list. It's called smart lists. And it has okay. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. And they are three, you know, comedians that it, it's so funny. And then they'll bring some random guest on, you know, um, another, you know, like a Robert Downey Jr. And, and then they just talk to them and they're not very, they're smart, but they call themselves smartless. But if you want a nice break from business and, you know, the, it's, it's a great 30 minute podcast and they are so funny. I highly recommend. And they always tease Will because he's Canadian. He's <laughs> giving him a hard time. Um, but uh, another thing I wanted to ask you, since you can't travel, you can't really go out to dinner, you know, everything, what's a food or a place you, you just can't wait to go to or try as soon as you're able to go back out into the world? So we, we have no idea when we're going to be allowed to leave the country or or have anyone come to this country. It's our, our strategy here has been lock down and eliminate the virus. And so we had, we've, we're currently now at 10 days in a row of zero cases, which is incredible, incredible. Mm-hmm. but also it means that we're very shut off from the world. But I would say that when I come to the U S I love cities that are, I wouldn't say that they're very, that they're slightly off the beaten track, but I love the character of a city like Portland and yeah. in Oregon, and I did the and and um, I did the trip down. So when I was living in San Francisco, I did the trip down from Portland across to Mount Hood, and then down through all the way back to San Francisco. I just did it across like four days, and down that um, I can't remember what the highway is called up there, but it was absolutely beautiful. You saw and the redwoods, that, the huge trees. Oh. Incredible. And that, and that part of the world, I think that the you know you. Every single, every single part of the world looks at themselves and says, we have this, we have that. But I, I love going to somewhere where I'm there to work, but then I can take a few days as a gap somewhere and do a little journey, travel somewhere different and go and check it out. And I can't wait to get down to the South. I'll admit, like I, I, you, I hear so much about um, the, the beauty of some areas down there and the hospitality and the food scene. And I just can't wait to get down and go to a ribs place down in Tennessee, something like that. Something so different that that I haven't done before. And uh, yeah, I I can't wait to get back. I don't know when that'll be maybe 2023. Right. Right. I know. Um, My husband's Australian and we went to Sydney, stayed there, you know, um, for like four weeks, his family's in Newcastle and we went to Bondi beach. I think it was Bondi. Yeah. 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 That's it. And probably one of the most beautiful beaches I've ever seen. And we, it was in the winter um, because it was when the kids were out of school, which was summer here. So it was yeah. winter there. It was freezing cold. It was a beautiful beach. Um, and, and his aunt was like, Oh, but you have your beaches in LA. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> they're not the same. California beaches do not compare to the beaches in, up in Queensland and that whole, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It was so beautiful. And I was there in the winter. So I can't imagine what it's like in the summer there, which you guys are getting pretty close to right now. Um, yeah, it's not to heat up. I love that. So the last thing uh, I want you to get carried, well, 
other people get carried away about it. But what's a couple things that you just can't wrap your head around that people are obsessed with and just won't shut up about it? For me, it's like kombucha. I don't get why anybody drinks that. It tastes like dirt to me. <laughs> but uh, what's something about for you? So I'm going to lose a few people here. I'm okay. sorry about this, but I'm not a drinker. Okay. I probably have like a beer, like once every three months. I'm just not a drinker. And I, and I would say that it's because I love dessert and I would rather that <laughs> and it's, it's never going to happen, but I would rather that, you know, on a boy's trip up to the, up to the country that we could sit around the campfire and eat s'mores and toast marshmallows, but it's not how it goes down. <laughs> and so that's, that's when I do my one beer every three months is I probably do that trip once a year and have a four or five or six beers around the campfire then. But I'm just not a big drinker. And so um, I would rather have that, uh, have that calorie form in cake form. Cake. Mm, yummy. That guy. I hear. I don't think you'll lose people for that. You actually might gain some. Uh, nobody likes True. a wrong idiot, so <laughs> it's all good. Um, well, thank you so much, Pete, for being my first male guest. First off, on Carried Away, um, breaking I'm, the glass ceiling over. That's there. right, doing it, doing it, and you're doing great <laughs> things. And I'm really excited to see where Amchar goes. It, for only being three years in, I mean, it, it's it's pretty pretty boss right now. So congratulations to you and your wife. Um, I'm, I'm just excited to share it even more. So everyone, like I said, it's going to be in the show notes as well as in the Facebook group. So go ahead and click on that link and join Ampjar and you'll get to know Pete and some amazing brands as well. Thank you so much, Pete. This was great. Cool. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hey, if you're listening to this thinking, I want to be a part of this amazing community, well, you're right. You're currently making the right decision. Head over to broad-network.com and learn how we as a community of entrepreneurs lift and support each other.